Hola, hola. Es de con justice. Well, I'm out here in my car. Just chilling. Just to set the scene. It's maybe about 70 degrees. The heat is rising slowly. The leaves are green with little tints of yellow on them still. People are driving. Someone's mowing their lawn. And I'm in my car. I learned a long time ago from my mom that one of the most peaceful places you can be is in your car where nobody can find you. I think that's just a parents thing. Like they get in their car, they come home from work, they sit in their car and they don't go straight in the house, you know, just to decompress, to have a moment to themselves. And my mom asked me, why do you do this? You don't even have kids, but I have a dog. Technically, I have a dog, but I'm watching our family dog. But listen, dogs, dogs, you know, they want your attention all the time. And for those people who have dogs that actually just don't care about them, like, not not care about them, but actually just chill and they don't need a bunch of attention, that's awesome. Because mine, they want it as much as possible all the time. And if you're not giving it to them, they're confused. But I just wanted to talk today. I want to talk today. I want to go a little more into our last justice take on justice as so because I was talking just about the the new generation and the, the thought process of acceptance especially in regards to the LGBTQ committee and so um, and I do want to make this known I don't have anything against that the community I don't see them as a separate community I mean they're pretty much immersed them just in general community but I know that's you know they have their thing because you know that's their community because like as so when it comes to racial things I don't identify as a certain thing I call myself brown I don't identify as black or african-american because black is like in deficit of color which is the opposite of what I am because I am brown I have color so that's a false um, title African American American let's just say that's a whole another story African it's nothing wrong with African it's just I don't know enough yet about that part of my life and you know you want to resonate with the title they give you and so right now I give myself brown I'm a brown person and that doesn't make me who I am it's a part of who I am um I have a name it's justice um I like to read I like to sit outside um I'm hoping to learn more about grounding I like to clean sometimes not sometimes I like to clean generally um but I clean to decompress um I clean to keep my house clean of course I like to give my dogs different types of treats and snacks and stuff and feed them fresh fruits and vegetables 
as I research if I should give them to them. Um, I like being outdoors. I love going for walks. I love the trails. Um, I like talking with people and getting to know them. I like reading. I really do enjoy reading, especially different books about your your mind and the way you think and how things how you can change those things within the power of your mind and learning about God and um, learning about God and how I view God not just how someone tells me to view God but that's just a little bit about me so back to the LGBTQ community community what I wanted to say about that was you know I was speaking with a friend and I was just telling her my thought process on everything and I just think about the transition that a lot of people are going through you know I don't know what the ratio across the world is of who's going through it but I'm just thinking of like as a parent as a person out on the outside looking in things that I don't hear a lot of conversation about which I would like to because I do like watching documentaries on it um you know because I, I don't have a I live in Tyler, Texas, and I'm not going to, you know, I can't say I have a lot of that community around here. Um, I'm not from here. I just live here for work, so, you know, I may just be missing out on where that community is hidden. But in general, I'm just talking about how now it's been more parents allowing their children to transition at a young age. And so, you know, kids are transitioning 8, 7, 9, 11, 8 to 11, I guess, age range. Not younger, not older. And I just wonder, is there a lot of research done on what that transition does to you long term? Because, you know, if a young child, they allow a young, originally identified as a, a woman, according to the parents, the girl and she transitions to a male and they put her on testosterone to stop her cycle so that way she doesn't have to um, quote unquote maybe be traumatized by the fact that she's having a cycle and she doesn't identify as a woman what do those testosterones testosterone levels do to her long term because her body wasn't naturally meant to have that you know like is there information on that does that help her does that harm her does that make her more inclined for different things same as with women um so same as with men men transitioning to women you know if you let this young boy start on estrogen at a young age you know already just in general being a woman a cisgender woman as people call it um you know, you already have a lot of hormones you have to deal with. And just in general, naturally, as a woman, you have higher cortisol levels um, and different things like that. And, you know, when it comes to breast cancers and cancers, you know, there's a type of breast cancer that if you have high levels of estrogen, um, that it can be very terminal. There's not really um, ways to combat that one. And so if a man uh, originally identifies a man transitions to a woman, and he's been on estrogen for X amount of years. How does that affect him? You know, does that increase his chances of breast cancer? Because even men can get breast cancer already. And so if they transition to a woman, they're on this estrogen. 
um, that they take, you know, every day. You know, what does that look like for their health and um, long term? And I just want to know about this in the sense of, you know, the health of the person. Because, you know, the, the changing of your outside appearance to identify with your inside appearance, I think the basis of it sounds very, you know helpful especially to the mind of the person who's um dealing with that but the thing is you know what is their overall health gonna be like you know is because for a woman already when you're a woman your body um you know we all learn about mitosis and stuff in biology right mitosis is something as such as like the lengthening and all this stuff and it just helps with your bones to give a, a small picture of it so, once you turn about 21, 22, it stops. Mitosis stops. And that's, like, what keeps your bones strong. You know, that's when you're you're in the good for, like, injuries and stuff and healing. But after you're 21, 22, and that stops, you know, that's as your body starts to age and change. And you can't rely on that. And so, if you're a young woman or girl who transitions to a male and you know you're on testosterone does that are you still okay i'm sure because i know the body genetically is going to go through mitosis regardless but how does testosterone affect oh a originally a woman because at the end of the day you know they when people are making these transitions you can't change the body's true mechanism you can only change parts of it so i just want to know you know how does the body affect because just in general overall when any of us in this world in this population have any type of surgeries that puts our bodies through trauma and when our bodies are going through these different traumas it actually can um, awaken things in our body that were once dormant and so you know as they transition and they're 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 changing their body's natural mechanisms um you know how does that affect them long term and I'm talking about this because of for the health of a person you know because we want to accept and things like that and that's not the problem but it's about you know you don't want to accept not knowing how it's truly going to help or harm a person because that's why the same as smoking or taking vaccines and things like that you know people have to really think about this because how is it going to affect me long term how will it affect my child long term and then in general, still when the man, um, the young child becomes the man who was once a girl, um, you know, as a woman, as once we, as we age, once we stop and we go through menopause, which once they start testosterone, they would never have went through a period if they start at such a young age. And if they did and they switch, you know, when we go through menopause, naturally like you know with the course of your body and when it's wanting to stop having its cycle that's when your bone mass decreases like your bone mass already decreases anyway because you're a woman and decreases at a faster rate than a man and maybe that's something to think about is that a benefit because testosterone is kind of what keeps the bone mass stronger within the man so is their bone mass stronger because of this is their bone mass weaker does it affect their natural body's mechanism and what does that look like for their long terms are they more increased to have certain cancers or not and this is just something to think about because 
you know we never know who we're gonna come across when we will have this conversation if it'll be your child your cousin your friend a stranger and so if they're asking for your advice or your opinion it's just sometimes it's it's good to be open to different parts of the conversation because from the outside looking in if you're just trying to give the person their inside desires but even when you change your outside no matter if it's working out or getting a bbl you can't change what's going on on the inside and i know i've heard that they you know they do screen them like they do check them a little bit for their mental health before they go into these surgeries but maybe is there a longer process you know to really evaluate because just in general it's not about the lgbtq community it's not about um transgendered people you know just in ginger just in general (laughs) gender just in general we as people have so much that goes on in our mind you know and a lot of people have a lot of mental battles and it can be really hard to figure out what is really going to help you to feel fully you and it takes time to know you and that's another thing that um we'll have to discuss how the mind develops you know those key years when you're a child between you know the ages basically like let's say 1 to 12 5 to 12 you know those are key stages in our life with our development we're going to go through some different things you know in the ages of when you're a baby to like five you know if you have an insecure attachment that can affect you in so many ways and so many people don't know about that you know so many people may have things that are um you know haven't surfaced yet that they haven't realized happened to them as a child and how that may have affected them and then you know and then when you get to that around that 11 12 years you know age of age you you go through such an egocentric time where you're so selfish and you only think about yourself but that's just natural because your your mind can only process so much so it's like you know we're when people do decide to allow their child to transition at such a young age and make these decisions, you know, there is a lot that goes into our minds. And so it's just like, um, how do we help and aid them in this time to fully help them to, you know, be on the winning side of their health, mentally, physically, spiritually? You know, we, it's just lots of things to consider. And I know I, whenever I watch these documentaries, the parents say, yeah, I thought about it. I thought about it. I prayed about it. I prayed about it. But I just want to know more about long-term health in these documentaries. I want to learn about more about the mental health screening. I think that should be more discussed. And um, do these counseling sessions go on for a year? Is there more discussion? Um, you know, like, what do these counseling sessions look like? How do you counsel someone who doesn't identify with the gender that they were born with? How do you talk about that? And what does that look like, you know? And, you know, and then how do we make sure that the person's at a place of healing? Because even in as a 24-year-old, I can tell you that for myself at least i am i am beginning to truly learn a more about myself and who i am so i couldn't imagine relying on my 5 year old 8 year old self to tell me who i am today and see from the outside looking in from listening to me you may could assume that everything was peachy everything was fine maybe i've never been assaulted or a child molested anything you could just assume that from hearing me but you don't know my life 
And so when I say I'm just now learning myself, don't hinder me to you never experience anything that you can't talk. Because that's a, that's a big thing in this culture, this council culture, you know. People make the assumption of your life and who you are. But that is a downfall for us as a, as a group, as a nation. Because we got to stop assuming that we know more than the person speaking or know about the person speaking, you know. I don't have to air out my dirty laundry to make you, you listen to me, to agree to me. But I should be able to share with you my thoughts and my ideas and not be torn down because it is different than yours. You know, I'm just open to discussion. I'm just open to feedback. I want to see those documentaries about their long-term health, you know, so I can know. Because if I know, then I can get be a better service to someone who may need me one day. I want to know about how they do the mental health screening because you never know who's going to come into your life who may be struggling with that or if it could be yourself. I want to know more about the families and how things work out because especially when it comes to trans, the transgender, this transition, because I feel like that's the biggest change with the LGBTQ community, like, you know, um, same-sex couples, that to me is more of a, a norm. I feel like that's more norm and understanding. But the the transition for men to women, women to men, I, want, I would like to know more information about um, when it comes to when it comes to what were you trying to think (laughs) when it comes to well let's just stick with the transgenders oh the pronouns the the hymns the hers the days you know more about that is i found that interesting non-gender conforming like there's so many different definitions and it's hard to expect everybody to be aware of those things because some people don't honestly just don't understand or you know they'll just go by whatever you tell them or they won't you know so we can only speak for ourselves we can never speak for anybody else even if you're within the same race I cannot tell you based off my family about other brown people I can't okay I can't tell you oh I thought all brown people did that that's what all brown people do because guess what I honestly don't think like that. And we need to stop thinking like that because your family is not a representation of a whole race of people. It's not. Y'all are so completely different, experiencing so many things in different ways. Even if your family came from the same slave plantation years back, their experience and how it transitioned and progressed and went through your family lineage it's going to be so different so i cannot speak for another race i cannot speak for another sexuality i cannot speak for another um for my gender i can only speak for myself and we got to stop stop speaking for other people because we're really hindering people thinking that when one person says something it's a one size fit all for everybody like this vaccine it's not a one size fit all not everybody got to get it but that's the topic for another time that was t with j and i'm gonna catch y'all later